<laughs> Welcome to the Two Tunes podcast. Did we did we do that right, or did it get cut off? I don't know. Did Welcome they hear to, you like? They definitely didn't hear in me the background. Do that. Or your what was yeah. the was it the uh, shoot man? What were you listening to an episode? No, 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 no. Uh, there's some like old cartoon. I want to say like an old Hanna Barbera cartoon where of somebody course. has like a dog sidekick or something. And he laughs like you were just laughing. Like, <laughs> was it laughing like that? But yes, you were I kind of laughing. Like you're you right. Were. You're right. And it was it was the villain's dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can like picture it, but I can't think of which I cartoon know. it's from. Well, because there's like 50 million Hanna Barbera yeah. characters. Is he in like a racing helmet or something? Well, probably at one point because then they took all those characters and did a race cartoon. Sure. Yeah. And I don't know how long that lasted. That was weird. Hey, yeah, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say all the things that I want to say because they're all callbacks to things. Like at first I was like, well, I've been listening to the podcast because we oh, do that. Yeah. I don't know if that came through. Oh, what? Almost certainly came through. <laughs> well, yeah, but it could be the computer. This computer, not this computer. True. If you heard it at home, you know. Yeah. No, it didn't come through. Cool. So what's the point of this podcast? Besides uh, to talk about two tunes. Or witty banter. My name's Bo. My name's Brandon. And this is Two Tunes Podcast. That's what we're doing now. Cool. So this is a live episode? episode? Yes, we are live. Yes. We are live to tape. No, but it's about live music. The band. The yes, band live. The band live. The band. The oh, band. I've got a hilarious story about live. Is it? Um, it it's hilarious to me, and it's hilarious to uh, Andy Othling. Okay. Um, so I was watching... Andy Othling, he, he, does, he does live streams, and... He does ambient music, but he's like really, but he likes like new metal. Like he loves Limp Bizkit, uh-huh. but like maybe ironically, I don't really know. Sure. Um, I just heard a theory that like maybe Limp Bizkit was ironic the whole time. That'd be funny if it was. I doubt it though. I doubt it too. Yeah. Have you seen Fred Durst's new look? He, yeah, he's blonde as blonde can be. No, he's like, it's not blonde, is it? It's, it's like, like a blonde white. mustache. Or maybe it is white. He's got like know. the handlebar mustache yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's got like... Like long white dad hair. Yeah. And he's like dressing like a dad. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It is. But then also still rocking out at whatever festival they just played. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Anyway, tell your live Anyways, story. Anyways, live. Um, so I was watching his live stream and then at whatever time there was gonna be a live stream of uh Stremin, it's a pedal company. Okay. Um they were releasing a new pedal. Hmm. So he's like, Oh, we got we got let go and he was like then he was streaming the stream mm-hmm. but commenting on it and so the new pedal was a phaser and you know what we'll, we'll have some visual some um visual not not on this yes. audio medium yeah so it's a phaser and there's a phaser on this song is it set to stun different kind of phaser That's a phaser, mm-hmm. like the effect that's on. Yeah. And it's also panning. Yeah. So that's a phaser. So every time that they, the guy, whoever was doing the demo of the pedal, mm-hmm. which was all pre-recorded too. Yeah. Um, Andy would hear lightning crashes because it's a phaser. Uh-huh. And, and then he just like kept going. Like, oh my God, he keeps playing lightning crashes. <laughs> and then he would sing lightning crashes. And he's like, the, because there's this, the, how, do you know the song? Yeah, of course. Okay. So like, then the line's like, they're the placenta falls to the floor. And he would just like over and over. And then he made like a, a super cut of uh-huh. just like, is he playing lightning, cla- cla- uh, lightning crashes? He's playing lightning crashes. Oh, this is the lightning crashes pedal. Nice. And just like a ton of like just going off on lightning crashes. And because I'm the person who knows 
lightning crash is I then he was like whatever the first line was I like filled in the second and then mm-hmm. he's like Bo Barber knows what I'm doing <laughs> it's like he knows what's up it's like yeah because I, I know things yeah um cool <laughs> cool that just randomly reminded me of a thing there was a reggae band one time that played at my college like mm-hmm. in the dining reggae's and reggae in college yeah that doesn't make any sense they were playing but it wasn't like students it was like they brought in this yeah. group it was fish and they were it playing fish but it's not fish they were playing just in the dining hall like during dinner i guess and whatever yeah and every time they would start a song we were like oh man this is red red wine and it was <laughs> it was it was never red red wine <laughs> But like we weren't being silly, like we genuinely were like, "Oh, this is it, yeah, that's cool." And then it wasn't that song at all. Yeah, like the UB40 version. I I know what you're talking about, yeah. but yes. But every time they started a new song, we were like, "This is this is it for sure." And I'm pretty sure like the hour or whatever I was there, they never played that song once. But we the beginning of it every time. Yeah. So that just made me think. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious, man. That is that is so, good. So anyway, stuff. our theme of the episode is live recordings. <laughs> But yes. not by the band live. Not by, I was gonna do that. You should have. I should have a live it. version of a live song. Yeah. No, that wasn't like okay. So I had a really hard time picking a song uh-huh. because like what what uh, well so what makes one, it okay. Go I was ahead. gonna say the one thing you asked me was does it need to be like the an audience or whatever. There was a reason that I asked that. Yeah. But, well, I'm sure because there's like live versions of songs that are like they're recorded live, but there's nobody in the room except them. Okay. You and mean like live in studio or yes. yeah, 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 you could say that. What happens all so the time. I was like, does it or have even to be? like you could like Snarky Puppy all those records? Yeah, that, those are live I, also. But I thought about that. Yeah, like, I could have just done any Snarky Puppy songs. Not any, but yeah, the ones pretty much the ones where they did those, which they've done that thing. a lot. Yeah. Did you hear the new one just got postponed? No, they were supposed to do one in October. Okay, and tickets Doc. sold out in like four minutes, like they did the last time, and yeah. then they just postponed it. Obviously, but, yeah. I hope they still play on New Year's. Yeah, I I don't think they're going to. Not I really don't. Think I don't so. think I have that feeling. Also, that they. I won't. think everything, or at least it might be like you have to be vaccinated or Great. test negative, give which is like I cool. Am. Um, give me the boosters. Give me all of them. Give me the boosters. Give me boosters. I saw dude. this thing. It was like, you know, like if if you're at like a thing and somebody's like, they offer somebody like a piece of cake and then they don't want the cake, but like you want the cake. It's like, can I have their cake? that's how i am with like the booster shot like okay so you don't want can i have yours can i like i i'm wondering if i should get another one well i i think we're gonna have to yeah anyway but like just like go get a different version that i've that i've had just get them all just get them all like pokemon (laughs) exactly that's exactly gotta catch them all vaccines i don't really know anyway um so that reminds me of a story i'll tell you off air okay so what makes a good live recording uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really think about that. I just, that, I just was thing. like vibing with this particular tune, and I was like, "Yeah, this is the one. This is the one." Yeah. We also are pretty much talking about people we already talk about. Uh, yeah, yeah. Both of us, because I'm doing Nine Inch Nails and you're doing Cody Wong. But I haven't talked about like we haven't Corey had a Wong. Corey Wong, who played with Cody Fry. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> just like that is, is stuck in yeah, my head. Yeah. Um, but. I was looking for kind of like what makes a cool cover or like a live version of their song. It should change. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. but does that make a good one? And then also is an audio recording a good way to experience that? Oh, sure. So like the, I'm yours is probably there's a live video for this. Yes. Right, mm-hmm. 
mine is a whole like you know dvd and this is like this is the live recording of that dvd yeah and it's like i like watching it and mm-hmm. like i'm thinking i'm like oh i remember this and like i was just listening through the whole album yeah and i'm like this is a really good album as well yeah like even though it's just collection of like oh we're gonna play these songs from this album and these from this and this like so this is you're going first but i want to talk about mine for a little bit why don't um, you just go first? Because we'll ruin the Just the go thing. first. No one knows the thing but no you. One, and I'm yeah, pretty sure do. we broke it one time anyway. We have when we had. Okay, so, you're so going I guess first. I'm going first. Okay, so my song. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Songs. Uh, um, songs. Yes, I have two. Because one, I wanted the I wanted the one, the frail. Mm-hmm. But then it's like. Which is a song in and of itself, right? Because when I Googled yeah, yeah. it, mm-hmm. it showed up on an album. And oh, yeah, yeah. Is it essentially like what it is? It is exactly that. It's a minute and yeah, yeah. forty some it's, seconds it's or whatever. In, and... But then on the album, uh-huh. it goes into the wretched, which is the other song. That which you... is the next song. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, it's, so they're meant to be like that yes. Then. Well, okay. so Nine Inch Nails does concept records, mm-hmm. um, and they also they also do like remix records. So they put out uh, Pretty Hate Machine, and then he went and he toured that, and he's like, "Ooh, I want to do this other thing," which was then. Uh, broken the broken EP, uh-huh. and then they remixed that and made fixed EP because nice. it was just that. <laughs> then he came out with uh, the, you know, the downward spiral, which is like the biggest, the biggest mm-hmm. one. That's not, uh, yeah. Again, is it in the thing? It, it's not in the thing. Oh, okay, we're good. People at home won't. There's know just what a noise about. happening through our headphones. Yeah. <laughs> so then, that comes out, and then they did a remix of that or maybe they just like released a ton of singles with like like here's the one song and then here's like 10 versions of that song mm. remixed by this person that person this mm-hmm. person and then they what was the the next one the next one i think was a double album like he kind of went away for a while mm-hmm. and then he came out with this or not this this live album but like that next record i think it was it had like the day the world went away. It has these two songs on it. Mm-hmm. It's a double record. It's you know a lot of information, yeah. and then this live record is after that. So pretty much like three records, mm-hmm. and this is the 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 tour for the sure. for that. Um, and the way that you listen through the the lot, like if you were at the show, it. It, it's a roller coaster ride. The mm-hmm. whole record, yeah. the whole show is just like, oh, we start here and then, oh, you come down here and then, like, you go up here and you come down here. So, like, the first three songs are like really fast songs mm-hmm. and loud songs and screamy songs. And then there's a song that goes, it's called Pig or Piggy. That's kind of like bringing us down. Mm-hmm. And then you get into these songs, which are then like the first low point mm-hmm. where, like, let's let's give the audience a break yeah not like let's get them riled up to burn down woodstock 99 mm-hmm. going back to yeah our friend um but the the out al- this collection of songs played live is very much a roller coaster ride because then they're like oh n- another big one a couple small ones and then just up and down yeah. and i ha- i feel that like no, no no like we can't i think trent Reznor has a like he's so controlling but in a good way of like it needs to be a good experience to Mm -hmm. the people who are listening or uh, attending these things yeah like i've seen videos of him just like going to the like okay let's see the production of this so so like down in um what's the place that's down south of here that like 
all the big bands go to. Oh, Rock Lidditz. Yeah, Rock Lidditz. Yeah. So Rock Lidditz is it's just a giant warehouse that people can then perform their stage show. Yeah. In a, a controlled environment. Yeah. Because you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, where can you do that? Yeah. At Rock Lidditz. That's where you do it at. Yeah. So I think he. I mean, it must have been there because where else? What other? I mean, maybe in L.A. Yeah, that's Somewhere. the thing. I think I think Rocklitz is like the one on the, on East, the Coast. East Coast for sure. But yeah. yeah, so for people that don't know, it's it is it's just a giant warehouse that they instead of taking your instead of Taylor Swift going to an arena and figuring out how to set up her show for an arena tour, they have a venue for that, and it happens to be like forty minutes down the road from us. Yeah. In Lidditz, Pennsylvania, which is like in the heart of Amish country, it's the middle of nowhere, it, which but, is smart, but is exactly what it needs to yeah. be because it's like we're gonna have these big stars and like and like everybody goes there yeah like you hear about it after the fact they're like oh yeah beyonce was here and taylor swift was here and Katy perry was here like all uh, these people and whatever our our sean he was in lititz for some reason okay and he saw ariana grande like at 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 like a a farmer's market or something i don't know where he was yeah but but it's like here's my picture and it's like why did you not like (laughs) give her your music yeah always have something on you talking about sean matthews by the way yeah right who we should totally yeah, put his stuff on here at some point. I mean, I will because yeah. I like to promote my friends. Yeah, or former students. Mm-hmm. He's also my former. Did you know that I student taught him? No. I wonder if he knows that or remembers that. It was a not. really long time. I'll <laughs> say something. I'm currently it? doing a production with him, so I'll, I'll say yeah, something to him about you know, it. By the way, as people Joseph. are hearing, this is coming out on Tuesday, right? Like, no, no, this is coming out the first Tuesday of oh, September. the first. Okay. So anyway, as people are listening to this, then I will have just completed not only my first week of school as Boas as well, mm-hmm. but tech week and opening weekend of a show. So yeah, have fun. Proactive or retroactively pray for me. <laughs> totally. Maybe I, maybe this will be the last episode because I'll be dead. <laughs> hopefully, then then Rich is going to do. So hopefully, Rich is hopefully gonna, no. Hopefully you're not. <laughs> maybe it's your last Wait, episode. I'm going to take you out. <laughs> Because he's the villain's yeah. dog. Yeah. Um, no, hopefully you don't, but I cut myself <laughs> off and say, then Rich can take over. <laughs> oh, hopefully you don't, but I'd rather have my other friend take over. So no, cool. I don't trust him. <laughs> He'd be like, I can't do it, man. Nice. I got to tend to my bees. Cool. He's an um, apiarist? Sure. Good thing you know that word. Okay, so my songs are The Frail and The Wretched. Cool. It goes into each other. And, and uh, I kind of semi learned the frail on piano cool like broke it down one Great. time a long time ago <laughs> in like 2001 so that's people recognizing it immediately i guess probably where where is this recorded do you know good question i don't know but now you're gonna make me look it up. I was just curious. And this is just—it's just as this, like it's just piano. Yeah. So it's a piano piece, and it's like him playing this on like Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor playing this on a MIDI keyboard. Yeah. That he probably broke the, later that night. <laughs> Very rubato. And you can hear people like, it's weird that it's panned as well. Like it's, this isn't stereo, but like the recording is then put into stereo. Yeah. 
then comes in synthy stuff mm-hmm. and then he like this walk up of like octaves which is like the the left hand is That's just the beginning of birdland by the way until now <laughs> okay Ba-da-ba-da. The left Are we hand now is just, into the wretched, no, or this is no, still no. the frail? This is still the frail. Okay, you'll know. You'll know the end. Right here, with the clicks, right? I can you pause for a second? Yeah, um, I like that. We've frail. just killed all those people, by the way. Yeah, I like the the frail thing, but um, I... it was the frailty 2.0 tour. Okay, there was no introduction. It begins immediately with terrible lies. Okay, where was it recorded? I don't know. I'm still looking. <laughs> anyway, that just reminded me of all the people like screaming in the middle of him like playing a mm-hmm. quiet piano thing. Um, there's a Pat Oswalt, the comedian. One of his albums, I think it's like the last track or one of the last tracks yeah it's one of the last ones anyway he's like telling this sort of long story but like there's jokes along the way and whatever and it gets to this moment like where it's real quiet and like kind of introspective and whatever and then this guy like makes a weird noise (laughs) and then Patton goes off on him for like 10 minutes (laughs) you ruined it yeah because he's like i mean I'll, i'll i'll spare all the details of the stuff that i remember but like just but it's just this whole thing of like that we just can't handle quiet and silence and whatever and just sit in it and again like okay there's probably ten thousand people at this thing i don't know like depending on where i believe it was an outside yeah it's it's almost seems like it but it's just funny that people are like well like going you know and they weren't close no and they probably could have just cut that out yeah right like if you're a perfectionist i like that we can hear the audience Mm -hmm. i was looking for other um artists like i was looking for also uh against me trying to get like a good like where you can hear the the audience uh-huh. singing along the, yeah. their live record didn't really have that gotcha. they it was great mm-hmm. i also looked uh, f- uh taking back sunday mm-hmm. those that the, acoustic one no but like they, they have a, a bunch of live yeah albums there's recordings, a acoustic and one they're for a couple years really, ago, really good. good yeah like uh make damn sure uh-huh. like there were two different versions and they were both like amazingly good yeah and what I mean by that, because I think I never, we never really answered like oh, what makes sure, a good recording yeah, yeah. is like I felt the energy of mm-hmm. the live recording. Yeah. Where this is like, well, the energy is really low. Yeah. Right. But and like it's intentionally. The, and... Yeah. But if you go through the whole ride of yeah. of the record of the of the the thing, yeah. you get that. How much do you care about the recording quality on a live recording? I care very much, actually. Yeah. Same. Um, because there's a there's a record that came out by a friend of mine and it sounds like it was recorded on people's phones mm. and i i don't like it i'm yeah. just but i'm like people will buy it though mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't matter yeah but like these are like really bad yeah and they're not like it's just one concert it's like oh here 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 mm. like it was just all over the place yeah yeah i will so play good. them not them but yeah and th- it's disappointing when you when you hear those because you're like this is a group I really like or a person I really like and then you want to hear them in good quality and like I think there's a certain level of imperfection yeah that we expect in a live recording mm-hmm. and are okay with um but yeah when they're real bad 
that that makes it yeah that makes it sad um i want to i want before we continue with the wretched yeah which is the second song um which is very long actually it's five minutes for some songs there's on this album there's like a six minute song too mm-hmm but I wanted to like point out, so Nine Inch Nails, when, when he tours, it's just like, well, it's him, and he's like, got to find people. Mm-hmm. And it's, it seemed that it's always five people. Okay. Like, it's him and then four other people. Like, you get a drummer. Is Atticus Ross not part of? He is not part of the live. Okay. But in the studio, he is an official member. He's okay. the only other official member. Besides Trent Reznor. Besides Trent okay. Reznor. Besides Trent Reznor. Besides Trent Reznor, right. which I think we just said. Probably. <laughs> So I want to point out, so on tour, he'll get different people. Okay. Um, some people have, like, stuck around mm-hmm. a long time, or, like, they, they, they're, they're on, and then they disappear, and then they come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always an ever-changing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so on this recording, and everybody is also a, a multi-instrumentalist. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's just playing one instrument. Sure. You, you have to play a ton of stuff. So Trent Reznor is vocals, guitar, keyboards, bass guitar, Profit via synthesizer, like that's what it's on specific here. Type specific of synth, synthesizer, yeah. yes. Um, Danny Lawner, L O H N E R, bass guitar, guitar, synthesizers, backing vocal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Finnick, yeah, Finnick. Um, he, I think, has been in uh, the band like multiple times, goes in and comes out mm-hmm. a lot. Um, he, I think, he was he worked for Cirque du Soleil. Oh, that's cool. At some point. I saw and my first Cirque show like two years ago. They're so good. It's amazing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how have I never seen one of these before? They're so freaking good. I just wanted to mm-hmm. go back and watch it. Just that same. I don't even remember what it was called now. Yeah. I should look it up, but it was so good. It was oh. really cool. Anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm now like, because every member of this has a a thing like a wikipedia yeah and okay. they're all like connecting to that so i think he was in perfect circle for a little bit oh cool he was involved in 30 seconds to mars this is a uh, this is not that this is denny uh denny lawner okay um who's reinhold castle i don't know what that is <laughs> um he does remixes as okay. well um but he was uh so nine Inch nails got inducted to the rock and roll hall of fame last year mm-hmm and he's he's one of the members okay even though it's like you were never a member of nine inch nails it's like yeah you yeah he was uh so robin finnick i think he still tours with him but apparently from 2001 to 2008 there was a giant hiatus and he also like he's on these records at some point kind of sort of did you ever figure out where this was recorded (laughs) nope didn't oh and and, uh uh, finnick was also i'm probably mispronouncing that it's f-i-n-c-k Fink. Fink. Uh, he also played guitars on uh, Guns N' Roses' Chinese Democracy. Oh. Uh, then we've got Charles Klauser, who on this recording played synthesizer, theremin, vocoder, and backing vocals. And everyone has probably heard his music because he is the guy who created the theme to American Horror Story. Uh, and he also did music for the Saw franchise. What's the name of this album? Um, and All That Could Have Been. And then the fourth member, fifth member, is Jerome Dillon, who has grown 
that grew up in Columbus or is from Columbus. I know one of their members was from Erie or his mom lives in Erie or something like that. I forget which member though. But those are the five members playing stuff. Oh yeah, and and Jerome is drums and acoustic guitar Hmm. on this. So it's like, yeah, you can't just do one thing. Mm -hmm. Anyways, back to this song, The Wretched. Visually with this, uh, so there's a lot of samples Right. Yeah. So the drummer is just kind of hitting two drums. Boom. Da. Boom. Da. And it's just, if you look at it, it's just back and forth. Yeah. To left, right. Live delay, which I think is cool. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out where it's recording. Yeah, I know. You're not going to. And they have the vocals panned as well. Yeah. Oh. Like it's it's super simple. Yeah. But it's kind of complex. Yeah. Those are cool. Good. The we're good. Yeah. The uh, recording quality is really good too. Yeah. I'll pause this for a second. Does this sound weird? Do you know? Yeah. We like. Um, we're super quiet now. Yeah. Oh, that would that'd be why. I got you. There we go. Things that happen to people. Anyways. So do you like that? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Do you like the the recording of it? Yeah, the like, recording does, quality is good. Yeah. Yeah. His voice, I, like I can tell, listening to him sing that it's live. Yeah. Um, because it's just not as polished as it would be like mm-hmm. in the studio. But I, I, I don't mean that in a bad way at all. Just yeah, yeah. This is a long song, so we have to kind of talk. That's fine, but that just means that like the production, and obviously, like again, they're using a lot of synths and a lot of like Mm -hmm. other things. So the production quality is kind of good already, in a way, you know. But because he's a perfectionist, he kind of will go go into like it has to be this this way. Like it has to. He wouldn't release it if it wasn't if it wasn't exactly what it needed to be, and he mixed it. Probably, I'm just mm-hmm. guessing. Oh, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm trying to look. I'm like, it's just like producer was Trent Reznor. Also, I, as I was trying to look at where this was recorded, which doesn't tell me. Yeah. Uh, there's a second disc that's a yes that goes with it, but that's um, not live. Eh, kind of. There are parts of it that are. Okay. It's weird. It made it seem like it wasn't the little bit it's, that I read. It's but. not all live, but like some of them, I don't. It's weird. Like if you, there are videos where it looks live, uh-huh. but I think a lot of it is programmed. Okay. Like it's a, it's 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 Trent and two of the other members, drummer and and a guitar player, and he's playing piano and singing. Mm-hmm. But there's a ton of programmed stuff going on. Okay. And when you listen to it, it also you can tell that like oh that's a really really uh, 
it's like a room mic. Yeah. You can hear the room, mm-hmm. and then at some other point, it just goes away. Okay. And that was what I was kind of talking about, where um, do we... Am I allowed to have, like, not in the room? Because I was going to use one of uh, that. Oh, okay. Because there's a really good version of a song yeah. that it's like, it's great, but is it live? Maybe. Is yeah. there an audience? No. Yeah. Have you seen them live? Kind of. Okay. I want to say kind of because it was. Oh, what record was it? It was. It was near the end of the band. One time. I know that doesn't really make any sense. They toured with. Um. Jane's Addiction. Okay. And in that tour that's when I saw them and they didn't they didn't headline like uh-huh. like uh, Jane's Addiction headline and I'm like I don't really care about yeah. Jane's Addiction but it wasn't like a, it was newer stuff that I wasn't super into yeah so I'm like yeah I don't really I don't care but it was like before like they're like this is our last tour oh. and then he like kind of disappeared for a while yeah and didn't tour um, which they still don't really tour it's weird. Yeah. He's too well, busy he's, producing and, and recording. I was going to say, he's doing like film music and yeah, yeah. production stuff. And yeah. Which, as of, well, let's go to the end of this. Which this kind of leads into the next song, but doesn't really. Uh huh. With this that. And then. The problem with live recordings is they just cut. Yeah. Because, like, it's either A, it's either A, you, you fade it out, and then uh-huh. as a album, it doesn't sound right. Yeah. But as a singular unit, it doesn't sound right. Yeah. If you don't do that. So. Yeah. Just like your version, your song. Yeah. We're so far into this. Cool. Well, that's good. I, I like that. That's cool. I think you should, guys should listen to the whole album if you like Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Well, which, and like, you figure all live shows are curated. Yes. To an extent. Oh, 100%. But, I, well, depends on how deep you go into their, like, how, how long the band lasts. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's curated to different extents. Uh-huh. So, like, because there's, there's two different sides of a live show. Uh-huh. It's what's fun to play. Mm-hmm. So like we're doing it for ourselves, yeah. And then what what do what should we play for this audience? Like tailoring mm-hmm. it to the 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 fans or whatever. And then there's a whole bunch of things that could go into that. When you're a headliner, so obviously this is like their tour; they can do whatever they want. But you know, there's a set amount of stuff that they can do, uh, and they probably rig this up where it's like we have an hour we're gonna play an hour here's mm-hmm. our hour here's yeah. our show practicing the show mm-hmm. like that tier of, of of musical act has a a very strict regiment of like this is our set yeah. we cannot uh go off of this where and also with x amount of albums like you like what do we do yeah. like okay well we gotta you know 
please these fans or like please ourselves in like and then like well we got to promote the new record right so there's all of that but you get somebody who's like small band and i'm basically talking about myself and like 15 songs yeah it's like well we have this much time and we don't know what like what's going to happen because like somebody might hurt themselves like yeah so seth our drummer uh he we don't play that often so he's his arm the last time we played his arm was like really really killing him Hmm. and he i don't know what he did like he just hadn't played in a while so it's like he pulled a muscle or something right yeah um so he needed like breaks and was like oh you know you give me a minute give me a minute because like his stuff is like like the whole time it's fast like we don't have this up and down but in this also, there's there's a part of some songs where there's just like they're playing the song and there's no vocals for a real long time. It's like, oh, you could have just put this into the set because it's like, well, I need a break here, but we yeah. don't want to stop the music. Right. And then also like going back to like my, the other side, my, the, the younger band side or the smaller band side is that there are people or they're like, you'll skip songs. It's like, you know what? I don't want to play this song. Like yeah. in mid, mid set. Mm which has happened and I'm just like yeah. but I like that song. Yeah. It's like yeah but no one's like it's a it's a newer song. Let's just play these songs. Yeah. It's like but we made a set list. Let's just play the set list. It's like no talking, just go play. They yeah. don't need to hear us talk. Which there's no like thank you. Mm-hmm. See you next time. Hey, welcome. We're this person. Let yeah. me introduce the band on this record. There's not at all or yeah. this live record. Hmm. So, let's go to Corey cool. Wong. Oh, we'll take a break. All right, I guess. Break time. Yeah. Potty time. Welcome back. Bo's in the potty. Apparently. That's not what I said. But you, okay. said, you said potty time. I said party time. No, no. But like my daughter says it. Potty time. Potty time. Cool. Excellent. Pot- so, uh, yeah, I've got a live Corey Wong recording. All right, we're doing the first song now. Because <laughs> you were supposed to go right. first. Yes. Pe- people in, in, will know. Yeah, People. but they're not gonna laugh the way you did. They're not. They're gonna be like idiots. Um, so Corey Wong, we have talked about before because he was part of the. As Bo pours out some <laughs> Reese's pieces for his homies. <laughs> uh, now you're gonna eat on the podcast. Why do you do this? We just took a break. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, this is Bo's last episode. I'm gonna get rich. <laughs> anyway, while Bo is chewing on the microphone. Um. We talked about Corey Wong in the collab episode because it was a collaboration with him and Cody Fry and Dynamo. Um, and yeah, I just like I just this like particular Corey song. Wong and I do I like, like Corey Wong songs. in general. Yeah. Because um, I've been wanting to play like something of his. And this is not actually. I don't know. It's it's weird. So he. Is this a cover? Uh, no. Okay. It's, I'm trying to like formulate my thoughts in real time and it's not happening. So he's yeah, gu- called talking. He's a guitar player. Leave okay. So he's a guitar player, and so like a lot of his music is instrumental, um, and then he'll, he'll occasionally have some singers and stuff in there and, and things. And the one thing I'm kind of like hesitating with about the or why I was hesitating when I was picking the song or whatever is that this song doesn't really like show off Corey Wong. It's a song that he wrote, and I I, I don't know if it was in collaboration with the original singer because this is not the original singer of the song like from the album version oh, okay um but anyway so it just you know you can hear him on it and stuff and it's it's a good song and whatever but it just it doesn't show off like the cory wong like 
acrobatics that he can do on a guitar. So I would highly suggest checking him out on some of the other stuff, like pretty much anything else. So this is not a good representation of Corey. I mean, it is as a songwriter. Okay. Because that's the thing. It's not like every song he's like shredding. You know what I mean? But like a lot of songs, he's the lead line because mm-hmm. he's it's his band. But also I think maybe I retract my statement of saying it's not a good represent it's it's not a good representation necessarily of like all the crazy stuff that Cory Wong can do. Like you'll be surprised by other things. Yeah. But but I was gonna say the one thing that he's really good at as a band leader is like showcasing other people. Everybody else in his band. Yeah. Gotcha. The keyboard player, the drummer, the horn players, the bass player, the um, you know, the singer in this case. Like like that's one thing that he's really he's really cool with is the way that he Yeah, it's his thing, but it's not really about him necessarily. That's cool. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's it super cool. And I really like to so this is um off of his Syncopate and Motivate live double album that they did. They did like a two different sets. Yeah. Um is the wait, okay. Um the tour was two done different in, sets. Two different sets. Okay. Yeah. Um so the tour was in 2019 and then they recorded some different stuff. And I believe these are from like these sets are like from one venue and whatever cuz you can watch it on YouTube also, which is really cool. He puts pretty much everything that they record live like on YouTube also. So you can watch like hour long two hour long shows mm-hmm. which is which is pretty sweet so yeah so he um it's basically the general gist of his band is like him on guitar um a drummer keyboard and bass and horn players and the horn section's called the horn heads mm-hmm. which is led by a guy i think I, I should have looked into this i think the guy who like is like the the leader of that group i think he worked with prince nice because it's all like the Minneapolis bass thing. That's mm-hmm. where that's where Corey's from. Okay, and like he that's where that's like his still his base of operations pretty much. Yeah. Um. He also plays with a group called Wolfpack, who again I could have picked from their mm-hmm. live like their Madison Square Garden thing, which is great. About that. Oh, other bands that I looked at: Dave Matthews Band. Oh, uh-huh. Because when you think when I think live music, I think oh, yeah, Dave yeah. Matthews. Yeah, my because... one sister is obsessed. She was actually just saw him last week. Cool. She was like in the pit in maryland i think their show i don't think they call it a pit but okay. she called it the pit <laughs> <laughs> it's like you throwing punches in there yeah or are you she just might. sitting on the she's, grass she's pretty badass yeah <laughs> you're just sitting on the grass smoking weed. <laughs> um well yeah um anyway so yeah so this tune is called light is anything um it features caleb holly on vocals again he's not the original vocalist but i i i like this one better i like him better mm-hmm. than the other guy the other guy's great i like that that, that version's fine but mm-hmm something about the energy maybe it's because it's live or whatever but anyway we can get into it let's do it let's do it that was Caleb Holly so it's kind of John Mayer-ish yeah yeah I was I was just about to yeah. say that wait but look what song because it does something off Continuum probably yeah or that era yeah on the I also thought of of, of uh, John Mayer for this as yeah. well. I also listened to an interview with Caleb Holly on that Third Story podcast that I reference a bunch, but um, he's got a really interesting story. And he's a good singer-songwriter as well. It doesn't 
grab me. Uh-huh. But I'm like, it's a good. There's a little bit of what Corey can do. Like, the the panning is is like you can tell where people are yeah. on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Can you pause for a second? So, like, if I'm yeah. recalling this correctly from when I watched it mm-hmm. or watched versions of them recording, yeah. Corey's in the middle. Yeah. Sometimes we'll go to the left or right or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, okay, on stage. So, like, facing out to the audience. Yeah, yeah. Corey's wait, in the wait, middle. Wait, wait, Sorry, let's do the other way. So, I, you're watching it. So, we're watching it from you the are, audience. Corey's in the middle. Audience perspective. Audience perspective. Drums to the left. Okay. Um, horns to the right and back. Yeah. And keyboard usually in front of them. And bass is usually kind of back center, like next to the drums, more or less. Okay. So, and sometimes I'll have like a percussion setup and some other things, but mm-hmm. that's generally the, the setup. So. Does it, does, do the horns sound like where they would be? Because I'm hearing it kind of like a little I over here. I hear them here more in the left channel. But I hear them like kind of center-ish as well. Yeah. Now I'm hearing keys more on the right. Too, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think they're so trying maybe to, it's not the same idea. The, the, yeah, they're not trying to imitate the stage. The stage. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a cool jam. Like I said, it's not the most catchy, crazy song or whatever. But I, I, I think again, I think it's like a good testament to to Corey's writing. Okay. Like, he just writes good tunes, good songs and stuff. Like, most of the stuff, like I said, is instrumental. Um, on these two, the two parts of this live album, the two sets, basically, um, he features three different singers. This one features Caleb on a couple songs, and then Antoine Stanley, who also sings with Wolfpack, um, and then Phoebe Caddis on some other ones. Okay. But otherwise, it's all these instrumentals. Yeah, I mean this. This isn't really like a guitar, or it, it, there's not really instrumental showcasing. Yeah, like vocally, like it, it's it's a song. Yeah. It's not like, like it's not a blues song kind of thing. Right. Like if, if you're going song. to if you're going to like John Mayer kind yeah. of idea, like where he's gonna like show off a little bit. Yeah. And like change the the songs into something. Yeah. A little bit ele- elevate them a little bit more than, uh-huh. than the recorded version. Yeah. Does this change from the original version? A bit, not much though. Yeah. So it's still like we're just presenting this song. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like I, that's I think more or less. Similar. Can you pause for a second? Just that's yeah. more or less how a lot of his live stuff is. Like it's pretty similar. The the biggest thing they'll do is maybe extend some solos and stuff, mm-hmm. or like do some trading or whatever. Like on the live album, it's just Corey or it's just the trumpet player or whatever. Yeah. But they may do some of that stuff or like. Pitar, his drummer, like we'll let him go nuts for a while and do some mm-hmm. stuff. And I think like the solo-ish idea, if mm-hmm. like they were gonna do that, those would be different. Yeah, but because like it's written in, it's probably written into to be like, yeah, yeah it's a solo. Like, yeah, it, we're we're more jazz than than rock. Where mm-hmm. jazz solos, improv, rock yeah. solos, exactly what it's right. What's written? Yeah. Um, I had a thought before that I totally forgot about. Oh, the one thing I, I this is it is that so. Obviously, the first time we mentioned Corey Wong was on the collaboration yep. episode, and that's hey, same with Trent Reznor. 
true, 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 true. Um, but that's one of the things that like he's kind of really known for a lot too is col- collaborating with a bunch of different people and like switching stuff up. So he's got his albums that are very much him, and he'll maybe you know he'll bring in a singer or like Cody Fry has sung on a song on on one of his albums and done some different stuff. Mm-hmm. But then like currently he him and his band and dirty loops the like swedish freaking insanity band like they're just so freaking good Mm -hmm. but they're now doing a collab album that they're like releasing singles for and stuff he did a collaboration album with john baptiste uh the piano player and singer um and composer for and composer for uh, music and soul soul there you go um and then he also did um he did like a fake tv show on youtube kind of thing like a variety show sort of idea that that came out okay uh earlier this year i think like early earlier 2021 there was like eight episodes but then they also did an album of that and like there was a song for every episode plus some other song like so he's just kind of always doing doing something doing something and doing new stuff mm-hmm. um he's also a good one that you would appreciate like he does he calls it on the one but it's like breakdowns of how he wrote and recorded songs and he's been putting a couple of those up recently. So he's, and he's, and again, like I said, there's a ton of live show videos on his YouTube channel. And he's just all about like making music with whoever and whenever and just getting it out to the fans and stuff. Seems like super cool dude, like super down to earth and everything. He's a dad and like, yeah. It's like, I kind of want to be friends with him. <laughs> Will you be my friend? Yeah. He's also going on tour soon. I'd like to try to see him if I can, but. What's that? What's tour? Yeah, right. But yeah, I think if like you just put this album on or any of his any of his stuff, but like these live albums especially, like it gives you a good sense of who he is and his music and stuff. And there's some crazy fast stuff and some slow jams and some cool solos. And there's tunes like this. There's some covers. The thing that I'm noticing right now that that you can't tell at uh-huh. all is how compressed this is. Is it? It's just, it's just a block. Okay. Like, and I don't know if I moved uh, the Nine Inch Nails track, but it it's got it's it's compressed too. But it like it, it fluctuates a little bit. But it's gotcha. like kind of like this is the loud section. We're going up, and then yeah. then we're like oh, okay. drastically just like right yeah. angles. I was trying to look at what other songs are on this one. There's a cover of Express Yourself, which is cool. That has, cool. that one has Antoine Stanley on it. Oh, Robbie Wolfson is the original singer on this song. This is going to go straight into another song, by the way. Okay, cool. Because it's going to be like, just cut. And then it goes, yeah. yeah. Then it goes into what our playlist is. But yeah, it's like... That's the problem with life. Yeah. <laughs> live, not yeah. life. Is that it get cuts off at yeah. the end. But yeah, I would suggest people check out more Co- Corey Wong as well. Mm-hmm. And Caleb Polly for that matter. I, I think he's a good singer. He's got a unique voice. Um, and I, I dig it, especially, like I said, on this tune, I like this version better than the mm-hmm. album version. And nothing against Robbie Wolfson. Just something about this one. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's cool. our episode. That's our episode. Where can they catch us at? They can catch us on the flippity flop. <laughs> <laughs> 
So see, that was your That's cue to app. be like, <laughs> yeah, it's a new it's app. A new app. What, what, can you explain Flippity Flop? Yeah, it's like um, Flappy Bird and Discord had a baby, and Snapchat is like Flappy Bird. Yeah, I don't know that one. That was that game that was like real hot for a minute. That wasn't called Flappy Bird. Yeah, it was. It's called Angry Birds. No, dude, that's a different thing. I don't know that. Flappy Bird was. I'm sorry, I'm not his hip to you. Yeah. But if I were hip, where would I talk to us? Uh, apparently on Discord. <laughs> Discord for dummies. I found a book. I'm gonna get it. We'll learn it. <laughs> I want to see if it's a real book, but it's it, it, be. it probably is because there's is. a Discord for everything or yeah. a dummies book for everything <laughs> it's also discord for everything probably there is it's it's a new place it's where your friends are yeah <laughs> yeah make friends on go down a rabbit hole with all your friends yeah yeah on discord um so we're on discord we talk there a lot uh, apparently christian jumped back into recently yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <clears throat> i like had no idea what he was talking about <laughs> oh yeah when he says rf yeah so rf is is the the nickname of the band director when oh, we were in high school i kind of got that but i wasn't totally sure yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can find us there. You can find us at Two Tunes Podcast on Instagram. Find us on Facebook. Yeah, I guess it, that's it. You can email us, but no one ever emails uh, us. Don't email us. Just just go to Instagram. If you're going to email us, if you're th- contemplating emailing us, DM one of us and ask us for our actual like physical address and just send me a letter because that'd be way cooler. That would be cool. So here's our address at uh, yeah. six hundred Rutherford Road. I mean, no, 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 they're supposed to DM us first. <laughs> yeah, but like, imagine if it just came to the school. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. All right, take care. Bye. Peace.